Nothing important podcast, Matt Reyes, sage burning, home office, scratching my kneecap. I'm just describing what I'm doing because I have nothing to fucking talk about. Um, no, I'm in a great fucking mood right now. I'm in a great mood. I'm in a great fucking mood. <laughs> it's Martin Luther King Day. You know, you got to be positive on Martin Luther King Day because uh, that guy was, he was a good guy. I made an Instagram post. And I was I was calling out everybody who was hating on Martin Luther King. I just see all this shit in my feed. Some people are my friends. Some people suggested post. And I guess it's like trendy now to say Team Malcolm on Martin Luther King's birthday. <laughs> or to shit on Martin Luther King for what reason I really I don't I don't know what, you know. There's conspiracy theories that the guy was a shill. It came out that he was cheating on his wife. Um, and to people who read into those things and they make a character assessment by that, uh, I asked them, do you not remember the guy got fucking murdered? He was assassinated. <laughs> he was doing something that the powers that be at the time did not like. I assume that that had something to do with black liberation. If you are black, if you are Hispanic in this country, if you're white and you got a motherfucking soul and you hating on Martin Luther King, suck a dick. It's Martin Luther King day. Um, I imagine the guy is not only doing like acrobatics in the grave. He's not only rolling around in his grave. He's doing backflips. He's doing splits. You know, he's doing a dance. It's just ridiculous the amount of hate that he's getting on his day. And it's just confusing to me. It is confusing to me. I really don't understand what has happened to society. Is it just too much time has passed? When I was in elementary school, there was a huge onus on educating people about a guy like Martin Luther King, who, if you look at it from either side, if you are a white supremacist or you're a black supremacist, or if you're in the fucking middle and you just think people are goddamn people, whatever the fuck you want to lens, you want to look at it. The guy was not starting problems. He was a peaceful individual. He was labeled as a pacifist. Now, once again, you don't have to agree with that method of quote unquote change or revolution. But let's just be honest, ladies and gentlemen, if there's a guy out there who's spending his goddamn life, the entirety of his life living in a humble image, traveling around the country and around the world, spreading a message of overall peace, and then he gets assassinated, how do you hate? What happens that we hate that guy? What happened? What happened in society that people are so fucking conspiratorial or they're so jaded or they're so negative that they find some way to dislike this individual. I don't know. I think it's just what's going on inside of people. I think that's a lot of the problems that are happening on planet Earth. Yes, there is some conspiracies yet to be unveiled. Yes, there is problems with the powers that be. Yes, there is systemic issues. There are issues with uh, people around the globe who don't have enough. And there's other people around the globe who have too much. These are all very real things, but on an, a regular day-to-day basis, human-to-human interaction, I think there's a lot of cities, in particular in America, where people are suffering with somebody taking their shit out on another person and an inability to reflect on the self and say, yo, am I being shitty? Is there something going on internally with me and am I just throwing that on the next fucking human being? Because there's a lot of that. 
There's a lot of that. I'm not a fucking life coach. I'm nobody's daddy but one person. I got one child. God forbid I got another one out there for my party day. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, I'm pretty sure I got one goddamn child. I know where the rest of them are. You know, they're on various towels spread across the <laughs> wastebasket diaspora. You know what I mean? I jerked off a lot in my day, but I only have one living child. I'm nobody's daddy. I'm not here for like fucking advice, but just I'm giving my opinion on it. I feel like people, it's just, to me, the biggest thing that exhausts me, I'm not an introvert. I, I love these like a, these overarching personality assessments that you see online. If you go online long enough, you will find somebody, it's going to be an ad, it's going to be a YouTube video, it's going to be an Instagram post where they're trying to, in 12 seconds, sum up your goddamn personality. And let you know if you're an alpha, you're a beta, you're a sigma, if you're introverted, if you're extroverted, if you're an extroverted introvert, if you're an introverted extrovert. All these fucking retarded categorizations and boxes that they like to put people in when we're all very unique. Um, you know, playing into that fucking dumbass game, if I were to like assess my personality, I'm not an introvert. I love people. I love being around people. I'm a socialite. I like being around Groups, that's when I fucking shine. My natural reflexes is, you know, to be the guy. You know what I'm saying? People like me, man. I'm, a, I'm magnetic, baby. Um, <laughs> no, I like being around people. I like being around people. I like interacting with human beings. What I don't like, what is an energy drainer for me is emotional immaturity. That shit, it just saps me. It fucking saps me. And we're all victims of this. I say that, like, I don't want to point the finger at anybody who's the perpetrator and call them a villain, because it's part of the human experience. We all have lapses of introspection. We all have lapses of judgment where maybe we have something we're harboring on or we have habits. And the hardest thing for people to do a lot of times is just admit when they're doing something shitty, when they're being a jerk, when they're, you know what I'm saying, taking their shit out on another human being. Once again, I'm an adult. I'm not saying everybody should be fucking kumbaya and hold each other's hands. It's just thinking about the impact of that type of constant in society and what that does to society. It just breeds a very strange environment. It breeds a strange environment. I don't think all environments are like this. And... You know, not to get too much. It's Martin Luther King Day, but I'm going to get all Gandhi on the motherfucking thing, man. Be the change you want to see, man. It really does start with the individual. If you can be a person who really analyzes self and tries to mitigate your bad responses to things, things that trigger you and you might off of impulse be negative to somebody or judgmental or, you know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about on a podcast setting, ladies and gentlemen. This is fucking, this is war on this fucking. <laughs> All is fair and love and war, goddammit. On the podcast setting, I talk my motherfucking shit. I'm a judgmental son of a bitch. I'm talking about like in the street, in, on the real, in real life, outside of the internet, outside of your creative ventures, outside of the realms of competition, just walking down the goddamn street. Can people just generally stop being so defensive and fearful? Because that's what it really is. That's what it really is. You, you know? I know for a guy like myself, I'm not the biggest human being in the world. I'm not. And I'm actually a fucking nice guy if nobody's bothering me. I'm a very polite and well-mannered human being. I'm, I, it's just it's what I am naturally. I was not raised like that. I was raised horribly. <laughs> and I, 
for whatever reason, my, my nature broke out of my nurture and superseded my nurture. And I am pretty well-mannered and likable if you're around me. Um, but sometimes I may be in public and I just notice somebody's nervous energy would make them defensive and they give me like a dirty look or they're standoffish. Or, it's like it doesn't have to be like that. A lot of that is fear and maybe a misinterpretation of who the person they're looking at is or people thinking that somebody's judging them. And I tend to see people who are naturally self-confident and less overthinking. They don't have those reactions, you know? Maybe in elementary school, they need to implement like an emotional education. I would say that. I just said I was raised wrong, What I will give extreme credit to my mother. She had this book. <laughs> and I'm recommending anybody who's a fucking adult and they, they, they're confused of why they keep on doing shit or, you know, they, why they feel fearful or they react certain ways. Go read this book. I don't remember the title of the book, but do some goddamn research. You're an adult. If you're listening to nothing, a motherfucking important podcast. I hope you're not 10 years old. I don't want them to break into my fucking house and Andrew Tate me. Send me all to the fucking Romanian feds because I was uh, teaching children, whatever the fuck that guy's teaching people to be a top G. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that guy. But listen, the book, it was basically um, just the best way to synthesize and deliver a digestible expression of emotional interpretation for a child. And I feel like it holds true even to an adult's mind because sometimes it doesn't need to be complicated. Sometimes it doesn't need to be, you know what I'm saying, baby talk. Sometimes a piece of work or an expression can be so universal that the mind of a child and the mind of an adult could both ingest and understand the lesson there. And what it was, was it was probably like a 20 page book, 30 page book. And on each page, there was the photo of an animal and then an expression on the animal's face. And at the bottom of the page, just an emotion. And it was it was like the emotion was highlighted and they had like a sentence kind of given the context for that emotion and be like, the dog is shameful. Right. Everybody's had a fucking dog once once in their goddamn life. If you didn't, I'm sorry you had a fucking sad childhood. But I imagine you had a parent. You had a friend who had parents that loved him and he had a dog or she had a dog or he she now. And you went over to their house and you saw the dog and the dog peed in the corner. And the owners of that dog said, God damn it, Poochie, you peed in the goddamn corner. And then the dog raises his head and then immediately looks down. Shame. The dog is emotionally intelligent. The dog knows that it did something fucking wrong. (laughs) And you flip to the next page. And it would say, uh, the eagle is brave. And it's like an eagle jumping off of a perch. Off off the side of a fucking building. And flying into the horizon. Gorgeous. Right? And you get it. You're like, oh my God, the eagle's taking the fucking leap of faith. That's a courageous eagle. And you turn the page. And it would say, the pig is a piece of shit. You get the fucking point. You know what I'm saying? You get the fucking point. And at the end of the book, they just had this, it looked like, you know, the Brady Bunch screen where they had the whole family who's, that that show, I mean, it, it could have easily been innuendo for a fucking incest porn. Uh, I imagine a lot of those siblings were fucking, but not the point of it. The Br- Brady Bunch screen, 
You have all those boxes. It's something very similar to that with all 30 animals and their pictures and their emotions. And it was just like at the end of it, my mother will read this to us every night. Pretty quick read. Not really heavy. We ingested it every fucking day. I imagine this aided in my uh, maturing my emotional intellect. And at the end of it, you're given an option to reflect on what you learned and also reflect on the uh, ability to express and that, that starts a habit of introspection. It was like at the end of the book, it would say, uh, now, how did you feel today? And you pick an animal. You say, this is how I felt today. And you can just give a little fucking story. I felt ashamed like the dog. And your mother says, why? And you'd be like, I peed in, in the corner. I peed in the corner. Nobody caught me. But I still felt shameful. Right? And then my mother fucking beat the shit out of me. No. Um, you get the point of it. I feel like that has to be in primary education. Because... They don't teach kids any anything in school anyway. It's not <laughs> It's not like anything in school is useful goddamn anyway. You know how many fucking rebels got sent to detention and got their confidence broken before they were 13 years old in elementary schools since the beginning of goddamn America across this country because they didn't believe in the curriculum and they those rebellious asshole kids, they were correct. None of that shit is important. 2023, you don't need to know math. You don't need to know fucking math. The calculator does it for you, ladies and gentlemen. You don't need to write with a pen. You don't need to. It's going to be fucking antiquated very, very soon. You understand what I'm saying? Um, no, it's a joke. I, I would appreciate that human beings still had those skills. What I do think, though, the subjects that are kind of beaten into our minds when we're children, not very useful. I like math. Focus on different math. I like... English, how they, you know, but the way they teach it to us is just worthless shit, worthless shit. Um, put an onus on emotional intelligence. Add that in. At the end of your fucking day, when you got all these classes, you're not going to ever fucking remember it. 90% of those kids, just the game of percentages, they're all going to be fucking failures or worker types or whatever the fuck they're going to do in their lives. They're going to hate their lives just like everybody hates their lives in America because everybody's comparing each other's fucking lives to each other on Instagram. Might as well give them the tools to process their self-pity and misery. Right? No. That's not what we do in this country. Um, yeah, man. It's crazy. And just another fuck you to anybody who shit no more than the king. It's just, it gets me so, like, confused. Like, you know, it turns, everything is, like, binary nowadays. <laughs> People are so fucking retarded. You know... Uh, Malcolm X, he has a day as well. It's not today. Can we focus on this guy that got killed as well? Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. People have all these fucking debates and stuff like that. Nobody says that when, when the anniversary of JFK's assassination comes up. We just go, fuck, man. That guy got murdered. <laughs> Can we at least give Martin Luther King that much respect? We don't have to get in the ins and outs of what he was trying to do. JFK was a fucking white man... Who I, I liked him. I liked JFK. You know, he was trying to out the information on the inside, but he had blood on his hands, his family, you know what I'm saying? They had some blood on their goddamn hands. Nobody goes and analyzes this guy's goddamn life and judges him and says, oh man, I prefer a different president on the day that we're fucking remembering that he got murdered. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, just, it's, it's Martin Luther King's birthday, but you get the goddamn point. It's like people just so quick to play this fucking game of sides. So many people, I'm team Malcolm X. Nigga, what the fuck are you talking about?
The fuck are you talking about? It's not his day. It is not his day. He got murdered as well. We will talk about him on his day. Um, it's disrespectful. It's fucking disrespectful. But, you know, we live in, a, in an age of go out and march. And that is your generation's rebellion. <laughs> go out there and scream in the streets, knock over some trash cans, go home. Um, that's that's the, the rebel, the revolutionary of the modern era. These people got no fucking organization. They got no ethics. They got no values. They're just trying to fucking put shit on their Snapchat story. Because that's people who go out to start a revolution. They're, they're, not, they're so fucking retarded. They don't even have Instagrams. They have Snapchats. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's people that still rant on Facebook. Very sad mental illness that I, I imagine is still going on. Oh, bro, yeah. It's going to be a short fucking episode. It's Martin Luther King Day. It should be a goddamn national holiday. I actually, I'll, I'll end with the memory that I had. I actually went to the hotel where he was assassinated. That is uh, strangely turned into a tourist attraction. Uh, despite the fact that that kind of sounds fucked up. That, that, you know, you turn the site of where this, this incredible leader, this visionary, um, a man who loved his people. You turn the site where he was assassinated into a tourist attraction, I'm glad that they did so because it allows people who uh, have three brain cells and a fucking heart, minimum three brain cells and at very least a goddamn heart to go and view and pay respects to a great man. Um, And I went in Memphis when I was moving to Los Angeles. I did this big road trip all through the South. We had just, me and my girl just came back from this uh, music museum and um, we wanted to go see the site. And we had no idea that it was going to be like preserved to the fucking date. It looked like the late 60s and it was a beautiful day. I'll never forget this. I'm not I'm not fucking exaggerating the story one ounce. It's one of those moments in your life that you really have to be present to experience that some things are energetic. You know, there's some things that we can't explain in this lifetime. There is some hangover effect on this earth for things that we might believe have passed on. I'm not talking about ghost hunters. I'm not fucking talking about demons and angels. I'm just saying there's something going on that we can't quite perceive. Me and my girl, we walk around the corner. It was a beautiful sunny day. And it was like, literally, as we turned the corner to get onto the block where this hotel was, like clouds rolled in and it became gray and overcast. And we face this site and we see literally the the balcony where he was murdered. And it was almost as if the only way I could fucking express the sensory experience. There was one time I was on Coney Island and there was this guy. He was doing like a fucking scam. He was was one of the games and it was like bounce a ball into a little cup and you can win a dollar. And it's one of those things where you get somebody addicted to it. And the guy was a great salesman. He put me in a goddamn vortex. And I quickly ran away because I was like, oh, my God, this guy has fucking psychic abilities. He's fucking <laughs> He just had my vision tunneled visioned. And he had me fucking ready to black out and just give him all my goddamn money. It was that kind of same magnetic experience. I just saw this balcony and I couldn't see to the left of me. I couldn't see to the right of me. It's like I had blinders on the side of my face. And... 
I was just like kind of like almost like if I was looking through a camera lens on an iPhone and I'm pinching to zoom the photo. It was like that kind of visual experience. The sky became overcast and it felt cold. And I, I thank God that I had my girl there with me to experience it with me. So I didn't feel like I was fucking schizophrenic. Like it was incredibly strange. It was incredibly strange and overwhelming, this emotion that I felt when I was there. Um, and I would implore anybody. Uh, once again, you have to have a minimum of three brain cells. A minimum of three brain cells to take your fucking biases or whatever propaganda or fucking psyops that you've been ingesting and shit that out, leave it at the door and walk out the fucking doorway and go pay respect to somebody who's goddamn better than you. If you're listening to this, he's probably better than you. Let's just be fucking honest. Let's just be fucking honest. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I accept I'm a piece of shit. You know, that's not, that's not Martin Luther King's problem. I'm going to go pay my goddamn respects. I would implore anybody with three brain cells and any semblance of a heart to go and visit that. Um, I forget the name of the, the hotel. Something with an L. Uh, Google that shit. <laughs> go visit that in Memphis and uh, tell me what you feel. Tell me what you goddamn feel. Um, and pay your respect, please. I, I don't want to catch him. You know, once again, I just said I'm well-mannered. I'm very likable. Uh, and I said emotional immaturity is my biggest turnoff. That's where you're going to trigger me. That's the biggest indicator for emotional immaturity. If you, if it is Martin Luther King Day, if it is the birthday of Martin Luther King, and you out here talking shit because you want a talking piece or whatever, and you know you're just like, don't touch certain things, man. If you know you're a piece of shit, can some things be sacred? I'm cool with pieces of shit. I'm a piece of shit. Everybody's a piece of shit nowadays. Can we just keep something sacred, please? Just don't do it around me. Don't do it around me. Don't do it around me. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are continue listening to the Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a favor. Go on to my Instagram. Like the post. Like the reels. Until next time.